Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean Osborne. Fernie Sanders. Yes, indeed, Fernie. So uh, I hear uh, Claremont Craftales is going to be uh, opening up for some outdoor uh, beer drinking. I think you got to have a, have a, uh, what do you call it, a um, reservation. And I think they're going to have a food truck or something out there. You got to order food and eat. And then like there's a hour and a half time limit. So they keep people moving. But glad to hear that they're able to open up. Have you been getting any more beer from them lately? It's been a while. It's been a while. I've been uh, it's been a crazy last few months. So I haven't had a chance to go out there. But yeah, it's, gonna, it's supposed to start on the, the 20th. Um, I can't you know, it's, um, I'm not too much for outdoor dining right now, but um, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure they are. They've been really good about uh, holding to um, policies that protect their staff and, and their clients. So it should be good. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they'll do a good job of it. I think they'll be safe about it. So yeah, they're pretty good. They're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, everything that you told me about when you picked it up and everything leads me to believe that they'll, uh, you know, they'll want to keep people safe. So you right. know, I don't think they they don't want to damage their uh, their brand. Uh, what's what's your favorite beer from there? They have um, there's a mango beer that was really good. I really really yeah. did. like every time I they, they had a sale. Uh, they, um, I would buy it. They had it in a crawler. Oh man, it was really good. Uh, I forget the name of it specifically, but it had mango in it. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at some point, at some points, I would have two or three, and these are large, large cans. So I would have two or three in their fridge. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I, I guess I have to drink one <laughs> and just, just force myself to enjoy. Got to make room for some food. <laughs> Thirty-two ounces of beer. That's right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I was happy to hear that that they're they're uh, going to be opening up. So uh, that might be something nice. Uh, so you said the twentieth. Twentieth. That's correct. Yeah, that's that's good. You know, because they got a nice big space, and it usually you know they had those big fans. They always kept it pretty ventilated to start off with. So uh, it'll be nice once everybody uh, gets their <clears throat> gets their vaccination and such. Yeah. So what wait, what party? I mean, what beer are you drinking? Huh? Double dude. Right on. Right on, right on. Yeah. I'm um Yeah, that's I, I like that beer. I picked up some stone beer and uh I, I you know, they have a lot of IPAs. I don't typically drink IPAs, but I like stone. So I picked up uh something called an Exotic Destinations IPA. It is really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I I haven't had that one. That must be a newer one. It, it's so good. It makes me forget that it's an IPA. <laughs> oh man my favorites you know psychotic people so I've, I've read like like ipas yes so um i guess uh i guess we i should mention real quick before we take a break that uh we had a rebrand with the name so uh the name of the podcast network is now um called the liberty blues network and you'll still be able to hear all of our three podcasts on here um fernie and i'll still be on here talking shit drinking beer and uh, having, you know, interesting, fun uh, political conversations from, uh, you know, different points of view. And we'll still have uh, Libertarian Los Angeles and the Liberty Blues podcast. So, uh, you know, if you like one of them more than the other ones, make sure you tune in for that one. You know, if you really, if you're one of the old school fans who've been listening to this podcast, you know, make sure you tune in for this one still. It, it's just, uh, it's just in the mix. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, so let's take a little break now and then come back and talk about, uh, I don't know, maybe an impeachment or something. Yes. Indeed. Take a little break. Hi, everyone. This is Sean Osborne. Please check out my album, Head in the Sand, wherever you stream music. If you'd like to hear music about the crap that they call news, that is nothing but a bunch of editorials and opinions, this is the album for you. If you want to hear music about the authoritarian right and the authoritarian left and how they want to shove their ways down your throat, please stream it and share it with your friends. And now back to the show.
All right. Welcome back to the podcast. So we're going to talk a little bit about the the impeachment 2.0, I guess you would say. <laughs> 2.0. So what you got to say about it, Fern? I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's a lot to be said. Um, Trump's lawyers are disorganized. Uh, they meander. They ramble. Um, they don't have a very cohesive argument. Um, on the the house managers, their argument lasted about 10 hours and the defense was basically a three hour argument um, talking about how it was Trump's first amendment speech that should be that should have protected him all along. But this is a it's a political trial. It's not, it's not a legal trial in any particular sense. So we have to go by the definition or at least go by the idea that any politician that would encourage, encourage or say anything stupid uh, should suffer the consequences of whatever was said, whether it was inciting uh, a group of people to storm the Capitol or whether it's saying that, I don't know, and I'm, I'm, I'm using uh, fictitious examples. Uh, like if somebody said the Holocaust didn't happen or, or if they said that um, communist China should take over the United States. Like any, it's it's definitely protected by the First Amendment, sure. But in terms of political consequences that any politician should suffer, yes, the, they should definitely um, be held to account for those. Uh, now, in, in, but the impeachment as it stands now definitely looks like it's going in Trump's favor only in the sense that the Senate will vote against it. Um, and it's because the senators who are supposed to be the jurors, all of them, um, are not being uh, impartial at all. In fact, it, it's, it's really bizarre. The, in fact, the, the GOP really has shown who they are now, who are willing to put party ahead of country. They're willing, again, let me, let me make that very, very clear. They're putting party ahead of the country, of this country, of the nation, of the United States. And because they're, they're doing that, uh, they're just showing themselves to be far more interested in being in control than upholding the values that this country stands for. And that just makes them an illegitimate party at this point. And I really do wish them the worst of luck. I wish that they lose all or a, a great majority of their followers. Um, I want the Republican Republicans to leave, um, true Republicans, true conservatives, or the ones that, you know, that want to um, remain decent and go to a party that has some semblance of that. So, so Sean, <coughs> I hope they go your way. I hope they go your way. <laughs> if they're not warmongers, <laughs> the warmongers I mean, can go someplace else. <laughs> well, if they're willing to leave the Republican party, I, I hope that they wouldn't be warmongers. Mm -hmm. when, yeah, yeah. We, need, we need that third party to grow. And if, you're, if, yeah. the, if the libertarians are able to peel away enough votes from the Republicans, Great. From what I've been reading, they peeled off quite a few already. Good. A, a, a not, a not, uh, that's the word I'm looking for. It's not, not insignificant. Right. Yeah, it's not insignificant. So, you know, we got a, we got time on our hands too. So, um, I just, <clears throat> I think some of what you said just comes across as, I mean, it's a, it's a matter of perspective. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't see things quite the way you see it. And it's not just because I'm blind as a bat. Um, you know, I think, I think like, you know, I mean, we've discussed it a few times. I don't think he incited it. I don't think he did a hell of a good job of dealing with it once it started. Uh, uh, you know, and, you know, he did, he did have the right to try to fight the election. You know, I mean, there was that that article in time magazine that was talking about how people work together to, you know, so-called save the election. You know, if you're a Trump supporter who reads that article, that sounds like a cabal of people, you know, in corporations in the media working against them. So, I mean, you sit there and think, you know, these people were working against Trump, but is that necessarily stealing the election, but they're bragging about it and all this stuff. And then, you know, I heard, you know, I, I, I heard they played it, some of the stuff today during the impeachment. I'll admit I haven't watched a bit of it, uh, you know, especially since I don't think it's going to go anyplace. I don't see any point in it. But, you know, Schumer was uh, 
you know, I mean, he he's he's since Trump got elected, he's been making horrible statements. You know, like the one about the CIA will fuck him over or screw him. You know how many ways to whatever. What, what does that have uh, you to know, do? Now he, well, the, the I mean, because because he was working with the with the the CIA and stuff. That's what his followers are going to be thinking at, at the very least. What and then you know, then, he, then but then right. yeah. But my, my main point, my main point is like you take in consideration that whirlwind comment he just made recently about the uh, you know about the Supreme Court. You know, that's a lot more. You're talking about well, talking about Schumer. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a perfect example. That's a perfect example. Uh, you don't see anything wrong with that, I'm sure. Wait, wait. What does that have to do with Trump? Huh? What does has that everything Trump? to do with it? Because I, 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 I'm telling you, as somebody who doesn't believe he intentionally incited people to go in there and kill cops and Un- wreck the capital. Intentionally, so he unintentionally incited a riot. I, I, I don't I, I don't know if that would even be the the, the right term because you know the, it, that thing actually I think it was a lot more planned out and I think there was people who intended to do that and they were just looking for an opportunity so you know just you're, you're saying that Trump's followers were, are so let's say I'm saying Trump lunatic. supporters are but I'm thinking Trump supporters who did that were idiots so all those and they were Trump so dumb that they, they reported themselves huh I mean that doesn't say that doesn't seem very positive at all for the Trump supporters that that participated in this, and also doesn't speak very highly of any president that knew or any person, any politician that knew that their followers would be would be able to engage in that kind of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if he knew that that was going to happen. I just I don't think that that's the case. Really? You know, as a matter of fact, as a matter of, as a matter of fact, what did his justice department his justice department is the one that caught the guys that were going to try to kill the uh, governor of Michigan. Okay, it, that's actually really uh, I was going to make that point that Trump knew that his supporters have been planning violence against Democrats for the last few years, including uh, kidnapping governor the governor of Michigan. Also, there was that guy in Florida that wanted to send bombs to, to Democrats. Also, uh-huh. there was a, the Biden bus in Texas while they were driving through where they were trying to push that van or that, that bus off the road. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, the, the, he knows that his followers are violent, prone to violence, or, or at least flirt with violence and planning for it. There's no way that he's, he could have gone into that rally if you're like, no, nah, these guys are going to be peaceful. Come on. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that the, the rhetoric wasn't, you know, stupid. That's for sure. But I'm just saying, as somebody who, who doesn't really buy exactly what you guys are saying uh, and what they're saying on TV, I also think the Democrats are just as guilty of that kind of be, of speech wait wait, wait. that's you what know, about is we're gonna burn that, we're gonna be that, out in the streets what about and we're gonna ism. burn things down and stuff like that i heard that from people that's what about ism because they're they're that's, that's not, coming from a president now now you said that trump did not intentionally incite a riot right mm-hmm. that's what you said because yeah. he didn't know it would happen but his followers again have had a very long history during his presidency of being violent and being very okay with violence, and he's been able, and he's talked about their violence. He's talked about how how like there was a, a, a Republican senator or a candidate that physically attacked a reporter that kept asking questions, and he talked about it not in not in a, in ways where he was condemning the violence. He talked about it as something that like oh dude don't mess around with this guy. You should you should be you should be afraid of this guy. This guy doesn't mess around. And I'll tell you who makes my point even more clearly: Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio, not the current Marco Rubio, 2016 Marco Rubio. He talked about how Trump was always flirting with violence. He liked talking about violence. And if we let somebody like that become president or an elected leader, that that's exactly what it would be. It would beget. And yeah, he's right. Now he's he's flipped. He's totally kissing Trump's ass. But he was right. That's exactly what happened. And that's what's happened. I mean, and, and again, 
you don't have to you don't have to watch eight hours or ten hours of impeachment or the impeachment hearing to know that. You just have to have watched the news for the last four years. I would say you're right. You don't have to see much of that before you could have that kind of thought in your mind. And that's sort of my point is I don't think he outwardly said anything to cause somebody to do something. But yeah, they definitely pushed the 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 tension up. You know, I, I'll give him that. He definitely pushed the tension up. But I feel the Democrats over the last four years have done the same thing. Okay, how many times have Period. Democrats? How many times have Democrats rioted inside a capital? I, you know, like I said, I'm more. I'm not as worried about if somebody's pissed at the government. That's where they should be at. I don't think they should tear it up. How many cops have know? died under attack by Antifa? Uh, Ber- how many Pollard, how many people Bernie died Rhodes. during during how many people died at protests over the summer so i mean that's you a good know qu- let's not go there that's a good question how many that uh, there, there were there were several that i know of okay can you okay again i well i, I can think that's one totally out of, outside of what we're supposed to be talking about See, this, this is like why yeah, but, why, why but you, no you're 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 trying to compare i'm trying to i'm trying to tell you that I think the Democrats are just as guilty Uh-oh. of whatever they're saying Trump is. This is whataboutism. I'm not I'm not as freaked out about all that <clears throat> as you guys are. This, this is a this I mean, whataboutism just, again. Like why are we talking about Democrats? Okay, you, about because Trump. you because the Democrats are just as bad about inflaming violence. Not at all. I mean ran okay. Okay, was it was it or was it not a Democrat, a Bernie supporter that shot up the, the congressional softball game or baseball game? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Was it or was it not a, a progressive never, Bernie supporter never... who attacked Rand Paul at his home? I don't know. It was his neighbor. Wait, are you talking it was. about his neighbor? You're talking about his neighbor? Yeah, yeah. And they had a, a fight over the shrubbery? He, 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 well, he was mad at him already over health care. So then he attacked I, I, him I over that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if it was a, a, a Bernie supporter or yeah. not. But if he was a Bernie supporter or, or not, violence is wrong and we should not use it. Now, whether that guy yeah. was particularly incited by a Democrat is not related to this question at all. And I think the Capitol riots not related to it. The people who raided the place, they're the ones that are guilty. That's 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 who's guilty. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what? You know what? I, I think if I take take a step back, it's really hard to know who who motivated these guys who happened to be in front of the Capitol, waving all of those flags. I, I wonder whose name was on all those flags. I just I, I it's really hard, <laughs> it's really hard to figure out. I wish we could solve this mystery. It'll be really hard to tell. <laughs> Maybe we should do Benghazi style hearings to figure that out. One day. Yeah. Okay. One day. Probably just we'll about as successful because Congress couldn't find their ass with both hands. I mean, that, that was a witch hunt. <laughs> and, 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 and to her credit, Hillary Clinton had the balls to be uh, under, uh, she testified for, I think, 12 hours. Now, if Trump, mm-hmm. if Trump had half a ball, half a ball, if he had three balls, he still wouldn't do it. Is is demonic third one? Yes. But again, this is incitement and he should be held to account. And the very people that are supposed to be impartial jurors are not. And unfortunately, as it stands, Trump is not is going to be acquitted of these charges. Mm-hmm. And the Republican Party has lost all legitimacy. They're all, they're all well, shit. Which, which you say legitimacy, if they're still strong enough that they can stay around, then they are going to be legitimate, which annoys me because we're still considered, you know, third party. Um, I just think I think we need more voices out there, you know, because I, I think the, the the extremes on both sides are just tearing everything apart. It's fucked up. That's funny. You that's don't funny. think it's Fucked up. Well, I don't think they're like I don't, I don't know what extremes you're talking about. The Democrats are moderate as fuck right now. Biden, and, Biden, and his cabinet are moderate as fuck. I would say they're kind of right on a lot of things, not left. Wait, okay. So the, Compa- the, compared, the compared to compared so to a libertarian point of view, on like say we'll talk about it when we in our last section we'll talk about the Biden administration. So we'll talk about that then. So they're not extremes then, right? Uh, this, this so some of it is, yeah. I mean, when you have Bernie Sanders, that that big, big a name in the party and AOC and stuff, yeah, that's that's pretty big. 
you know, they, they make more noise than most of the Democrats. So. And right and rightfully so. And as a progressive, somebody <laughs> that's to the left of Biden, Kamala Harris and most of the administration, I'll tell you that our voices are nowhere near as present or capable of making policy. Yeah, we're, we're loud and, and rightfully so. Like we do need a lot of things that AOC and Bernie are talking about. Um, but are we making things, are we making laws from the progressive left? Not yet, not yet. So, yeah. Well, that, that's, that's where I hope the libertarians and the progressives can work together on some of that criminal justice stuff because they, they totally agree on that. But um, one thing that, that I think you and I can both agree on is that the Capitol riots did show the extent of white privilege and how crazy invisible it is. Like from the guy that was able to request and get organic food, the woman who requested and was, a, was able to leave to Mexico for a vacation because and she told the judge like, I made the reservation six months ago, I should be able to go. And she was able to. <laughs> I didn't hear about that one. From, from the girl that um, the rushed and stole a laptop from somebody like, I don't know, it was Pelosi. And all she had to do was return and she was released. She returned the laptop and she was released to her parents' reconnaissance. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> it's pretty, it, it was pretty crazy. It's wild. It's wild. Uh, so. Yes. Well, let's take a little break there and we'll come back with uh, some cancel culture news. Mm. Okay. Hi, everyone. If you like the sound of our podcast and you would like to do your own podcast or have any music or post-production stuff you'd like to have taken care of, Contact our engineer, Rafael Chicas, at rchicas.sound at gmail.com. That's Chicas, C-H-I-C-A-S dot sound, rchicas.sound at gmail.com. All right. Well, we're back. So, uh. So did, uh, you're a Star Wars fan, right, Fern? Yes, yes. Uh, so what do you think about the uh, what uh, Gina uh, Carrero getting uh, getting the boot from Disney? Makes sense. Why? What did what, you find offensive about the tweet? What did what did what exactly did she say? She said that that Jews and then that should have been the first <laughs> the first word. It should have canceled her right off the bat. Uh, she said something about Jews controlling something, and it was it was oh, something about the Holocaust. Oh no, no, conservatives were getting treated like it was the Holocaust in Nazi Germany. I think that's a misrepresentation of what she said. I what, don't know. What did, Rafa what did, just read it to me earlier. What he, she, she said something about how we should not, really uh, have Jew, that Jewish tweet. people Jewish people couldn't have been beaten in the streets by Nazis if their neighbors hadn't already been doing it. And I, I, that that was the sentiment I got from reading it. I think it's you know, just all things considered, is it very smart to bring up the Holocaust and compare it to anything? It's not a very wise move. No, not at all. You know, it's just one of those things you don't do. It's not very smart. But the thing that killed me was that Disney just filmed in China, where they got concentration camps full of Uyghurs. You know what I mean? You know, they thanked the Chinese government for their help while they were filming Mulan or wherever the fuck it was. So, okay, right, okay. I have her, her tweet. We can, we can talk about something. Yeah, go for it. Please do. Here you go. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? What part of that do you disagree with? Well, just exactly what you mentioned, like bringing up Nazi Germany, first of all, is it's just like, first of all, like, why would you do that when as long as there are, first of all, just fucking poor taste to compare what conservatives are going through now. And secondly, because 
there like if you really want to be able to compare them like you have to talk about a genocide actively happening against people like against a certain group of people um and that's not what's happening now if she's talking about the way conservatives are being treated in the united states they're not round, being rounded up or people now that gas chambers so what let me let me let me let about? me I, I i agree with you and disagree with you because it is true at, at best it's a gross exaggeration you know, because they're they're not being they're not being you know gas awfully or anything kind of like that awfully kind right yeah well you know and then uh, but at the same time you know it hate is something that starts someplace and it can build you know the the Holocaust didn't happen overnight you know you know as a matter of fact there's been tons of Jewish I think they pronounce it pogroms where they where they killed Jewish people and especially in Eastern Europe you know that you know it's it's happened over and over and every once in a while people stoke up those fires of hate and you know if somebody stokes up those fires of hate then that's when shit like that happens you know and, and it start, does start with people's neighbors they don't stick up for their neighbors so that part of it is 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 correct okay you know uh what does you know it, with what's people, going on people the have states? to stick huh what does that have to do with what's going on in the united states because some people way, do feel the way conservatives are being treated. Yeah, I well, you know, I tell my conservative friends that some of that, you know, some of what they're feeling now is blowback for the way that they've treated other people, like like gays and minorities in that sense. You know, I remember going to metal concerts and stuff, and I'd have you know Christian groups screaming at us, telling us we were going to hell. Then you have that what's that Southern Baptist church that was going to you know, gay people's funeral and telling their families that they're going to, that they're burning in hell and stuff like that. You know, some of what Christians are dealing with is blowback from that, you know, because of the bad, the, the very, very horrible Christians. Yeah. Christians are not, you know, not, not conservatives are not the victims. They're, they're not being censored. They're not being oppressed. No, no, no. I would doubt they, 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 they are being, they're not, they're not being ridiculed. I mean, Jesus H Christ. Yeah. They're, they're, no, I mean, these fucking snowflakes get the fuck out of here with that shit. They're, they'll, they're okay. They're okay. They're, they're, they'll that, that, be no, no, they will be them. fine. They will be fine. They're all, yeah, they'll be okay. They, mm. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, Gina Carano. Now, tweet now that you, now ignorant. that you, okay, but now, now you said that. Now the 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 guy who plays the Mandalorian, I forget his name. He, uh, we were just talking about it before the podcast. Rafa and I were that uh, that he had a similar tweet. You know where a, he could, a similar he, tweet. Yeah, but he it was it was it was not from you know the the more right point of view. He took you know he had a Holocaust picture there, and then he put the the kids at the border in cages and said, uh, you know, this is you know comparing them, which you know those they weren't being killed either. But what was happening to them was horrible. But it was it wasn't a Holocaust. But do you see the very close yeah, similarities to what's yeah. going on? I mean. Yeah, right? like I mean, the I, I, I can agree with I can agree with what both of them said, but no. they are exaggerated. No, <laughs> what, dude? Children being put but in I would, cages. I would not have said it. There are no conservatives I, being put in cages. There are no conservatives. No, no, being no, put not in anything cages, near, anywhere near. <laughs> no, no, that's not. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's any place close to the Holocaust. I mean, I did say that. Don't. No, no, I mean, you know, shit. You know, obviously, it's nothing compared to that. Right. You know, I mean, they were they were killing them. Yeah. You know, they're they're you no, know, but conservatives are not being killed. That's what I'm saying. That, but Pedro Pascal and what he may have said in the tweet, I haven't seen the tweet. I don't, I don't know. But if he's talking about how children are being put in cages and comparing that to what happened in Nazi Germany, that's a closer, albeit exaggerated, comparison. I I, I can live with that statement. Yeah. So Gina Carano. A victim of "quote unquote" cancel culture, um, okay, but she's also being held accountable for saying dumb things. Yeah, why isn't Disney? Why aren't anybody held Disney accountable for Mulan and and working with the Chinese government, who has who has people in uh, in uh, camps? You're talking about Mulan, the movie, the the live action yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the movie that did terribly in in the movie theaters and was barely yeah that one that one you mean the one that nobody wanted to watch specifically for that for those reasons yes uh, yes so 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 they just got even with that movie 
No, they're, <laughs> they're not even like they, no. Yes, they did suffer consequences for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Hey. Yeah, it was absolutely in poor taste, Disney. That was horrible. That was stupid. Yes. <laughs> I think that's much more in poor taste. <laughs> that was also in poor taste. Also in poor taste. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, All I, right. I, also. I. I mean. And if the right wants to, or anybody wants to complain about cancel culture, they should also remember that the right has been happy, absolutely happy to use cancel culture when it's. Oh, they have them. been. Yeah. So, like. They cancel to, games to, right out of the military. Yeah. Or, 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 or to use a more uh, a, a ludicrous example, like the Dixie Chicks and French fries. Do you remember that? Like <laughs> after 2000, 2001. Yeah. Uh, after the after when the U.S. wanted to go, yeah, to that guy, Iraq. that guy, the guy who did the freedom fry thing, he took it back. Yeah, it was, it was fucking nonsense. They wanted to cancel yeah. French fries. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's cancel culture gone awry. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with the Dixie, <laughs> because they dare to express a political opinion. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, so, he, yeah. he, can't, he, I can't think of his name. He came around though. He came around. Uh, he became very anti-war. He came, became one of the. Uh, a really good spokesman against uh, all the wars we were into. Okay, but you know, because the point cause, is, so that that was good. He 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 woke up. The 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 point being that cancel culture or or the right now they're crying that cancel culture is the left's weapon, uh, and they're out to cancel everybody. No, we're fucking holding people accountable, and the right should do the same thing. Period. You know what the I think that uh, I mean, and I think I think all groups could probably be guilty of this. Is we should we should have the right to associate who with we, who we want. Yeah, you know if, if Disney doesn't like that, they should be able to do that. You know, and people who don't agree with the decision cannot watch Disney or watch yep. Disney. Yep. Um, and that's real tolerance. Is understanding. The part I don't like is when they got to you know drag people for for saying something. If you don't like it, just don't follow that person. You don't have to drag them through the through the through the shit if you didn't agree. Especially if you don't believe. What they said was in bad. It might be in bad. Uh, it might be stupid thing to say, but did they did they mean anything harmful against the people that they were referring to? And that I don't think she meant anything bad against Jewish people. I think it was just a bad analogy. You know, it was. You know, I I, I don't think she said anything hateful. You know, it wasn't like she said that. You know, something terrible about. You know, it was like pro Nazi. It was vast. That's a, that's ignorant. completely different. Huh? vastly ignorant bordering on malicious at the very least no i, I, I definitely would not say malicious i mean, I mean how, like, how does that how does that malign jewish people you, you heard about i think it was the director of um the japanese director of the olympics for 2020 well now it was supposed to be 2021 but anyway one in one in one news conference he said that women talk too much and then a couple of weeks <laughs> later he was essentially made to resign because the fact that he had said something as dumb as that in 20 fucking 21 uh, has, has to, he has to be held to account. You can't say things that have been relegated to the past. You can't say things that are no longer in, in acceptable in the current society that we, lead, that we live in and expect to be able to get away with it and remain in a position of leadership and influence. You cannot, not anymore. And that's exactly the the right the thing the way things should be, and you know, Rano is a good example of her saying dumb things and not being able to get away with them in this day and fucking age in Hollywood. That Marjorie Taylor Greene saying all kinds of crazy shit, and she's getting power out of it. She's fucking nuts, and because she is being coddled by the fucking GOP. Yeah. She's fucking, she's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, she is pretty fucking ridiculous. Well, it'll help you guys out. So <laughs> I'm hoping so. Yeah. Uh, man, you know, from where we're standing, you know, it meant it's a hell of a fucking show. It's Good a hell enough. of a fucking show. Pull you know what them. I mean? Pull them. Just look, just don't let the racism that they were okay with drag you down. Nah, fuck no. That's you know, all, that's all. you know, we, but we also don't play the, the identity politics either, though. You know, it's not it's not about that. Yeah, you know, it's about everybody being free. No, no force. Uh, uh, voluntary association. Can't you can't force people 
to like each other. You know, you and I, you and I love doing this podcast and shooting the shit and drinking beer, even though we have different views, you know, and we have fun talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, some people can't stand that, you know, some people, man, they can't be nice to me, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that there's, you know, Trump supporters that couldn't, could just couldn't force themselves to be nice to you. You know what I mean? And vice versa, you know, because people can't fucking handle, handle it, you know, so that's what it is. So you want to take a little break and then uh, you got anything else to say about that before we uh, come back and talk about Biden? Um, good luck with the, the lack of or the willingness to discuss his politics, man. Huh? Good luck with the lack of willingness to talk about identity politics. You know, well, identity politics lumps people into groups as opposed to fighting for everybody's individual rights. The smallest minority is the individual. You know, obviously that doesn't mean you can't acknowledge things, but that just means making sweeping uh, decisions made on arbitrary things aren't the best way to deal with things. You know, it, right. it, it just doesn't work that way. I mean, no, you're never going to wipe out systemic racism that way. You're, you're, let's face it, you're never going to wipe out racism with laws. You know, the, the, you, if you just talk about people disliking people because of their race, I mean, it's not just white people aren't the only people that feel that way. Every race has people that are racist against something or prejudice against something. And a law is not going to change that. You know, that's just not. You know, now if you, somebody tries to harm somebody because of one of those things, that's what the law should be there for. You know, there's a... Um... Like voting rights is a really good example. Access to votes, the ability to vote freely with as little in, um, a few obstacles as possible. I do believe that it should be easier for people to vote. Right. And it should be done in such a way that where the Voting Rights Act could be held or put back in place in places specifically where people of color were not allowed to vote or where people of color uh, it was made more difficult for them to vote. And the fact that I think, I, I, and you please correct me if I'm wrong, and the fact that the libertarians wouldn't be in favor of putting back a law that benefited or specifically corrected the wrongs of the past related to systemic racism is a deficit for the libertarian party. I, I think libertarians would want to make sure everybody could vote. I don't know if they think that that what that bill did would have been terribly successful because still go. people aren't voting. Yeah. So I think there would have to be something else. And I, I'm sure libertarians would be more than happy to talk about it. And yeah. especially at the local level, you know, that's where voting happens is at the local level. And you got to make that able to, you know, people got to make that happen. Well, absolutely. Well, libertarians, good luck. And we'll see you in 2024. No, 2048. <laughs> so you think not 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 the way things are looking it's gonna be soon my brother nope. all right well all right. let's come back and talk about something else peace hi thanks for listening to the liberty blues network Make sure and check out all three podcasts on our network. We have the Liberty Blues, a progressive and a libertarian walking to a bar, and Libertarian Los Angeles. Let us know what you think of the podcast and rate, review, follow, or whatever you can, wherever you listen. Thanks. Now back to the show. Welcome back. So, so uh, Biden's first, uh, how many days has he been in there? Like 30 something? Since January 20th. About 32, 32 days. 32. So we were, before the podcast, we were talking a little bit about the, uh, you know, the children at the border still getting separated from their families. You know, he did sign an executive order to undo the zero tolerance thing. But as I understood it, there was a, you know, they're still using like overflow uh, 
places for the people they're bringing in. What have you read? Well, um, a lot. Uh, what, it, so where to begin? I mean, a, a lot of what Biden has done, especially through executive order, was undoing a lot of Trump's bad policies and, and executive orders. Um, a lot of these things couldn't be undone simply with a stroke of a pen. Um, and a lot of the things where the policies could be erased, but not you can't magically reunite families who have been separated. I mean, just the basic logistics of it. So for example, um, parents that were separated from their children, the children were put into these, whether it's these camps, these organizations, these, these, these facilities, and their parents were returned to their home country in Central America and Mexico. And whether it's six months or two years since that's happened, um, how do you locate the parents of a child who can't talk or tell you what his, his or her parents' names are or were? And where do you, how do you find them? How do you find, how do you find the parents? So reunification uh, is, gonna, is going to be a challenge. We knew it was going to be a challenge. So unfortunately, it's not going to, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, some of the things that Biden has done already uh, were pretty quick, like reuniting or, or be able to re, um, rejoin the WHO, be able to jump back into the, the, the Paris Climate Accord, be able to um, talk to Iran and Russia about uh, nuclear arms deals, or I'm sorry, treaties. Those kinds of things can be done pretty quickly, um, and Biden has done, done so. Um, also, just the, probably the most or one of the more significant things that affect people on a daily basis is having a cogent, well thought out, uh, fucking competent policy regarding vaccines and dealing with COVID-19. I mean, that in itself is probably one of the most powerful things that he's done so far. But there is no magic bullet that Biden or any president can use to undo some of the, the terrible decisions that the previous president made. Um, I think probably one of the best examples is like with, with ICE. I think ICE had a contract, had a union contract drawn up and, and, the Trump, and the Trump administration agreed to it where the government couldn't, the federal government couldn't undo, like part of the contract meant that the, con the federal government couldn't come in and undo a lot of the rules and regulations that ICE and their union were able to put together, which essentially um, made it makes it very very difficult for the Biden administration to step in and change a lot of what ICE was supposed to do. He his goal was essentially to abolish ICE administratively, not not in, in a real concrete terms, but hopefully he can do that. I would like to see that. Abolish ICE? Yeah, yeah. I'd be down with that. Yes. Fuck ICE. Mm -hmm. You know that. You know it's gotten there's not there's not a libertarian bone in that in the in the works of that machine. Right. Um, Again, that would be a nice place for progressives and libertarians to work on as immigration reform, because I'm sure you and I are a hell of a lot closer uh, on that issue than than probably even the war on drugs. You know, shit. You know, we're both against it, but you know, that's that's you know, I'm pretty extreme on that. You know, I'm pretty fucking radical. I want everything legalized, but you know, immigration. Uh, you know. What's going on there is just—I mean—it's fucking nuts. Immigration? No, it has been—it has been fucking nuts. Yes. You know, uh, you know, just—I uh, mean, it's really unspeakable. It's you know, like the, because because there's a line in the fucking sand people aren't supposed to fucking cross. Then you got to jump through all these fucking hoops to come across this fucking line. I I just think it's bullshit. So. It is bullshit. You know. So I, I'd like to see him do something more with that. Uh, I was happy to hear he might be uh, wanting to end the war in Yemen, but I'm not going to hold my breath. You're, you're absolutely right. We have to hope for the best. I mean, there's a lot of um, promises that politicians make, and we 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 vote on those. We vote for those candidates based on those promises, and we hope that they do their best to make sure that they do them. And if they don't, we hold we hold them to account. We protest against them, or we vote against them. That's what we'll do, mm. whether it's Democrat or Republican. We should not be beholden to a party, but to the country and the values that we're trying to push forward and promote. Indeed, that's why I'm libertarian as fuck. 
despite your libertarianism, I, I support. You. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, 2024 already. I can't wait to see what the hell that's got going on. Shit. Yes, I've heard about the uh, uh, um, a progressive third party people are talking about starting up. Have you heard anything about that? I, I, I've heard rumblings. In fact, yeah, that's one of the things I was thinking about. I was the like, People's Party or <clears> something <throat> like that. PP. <laughs> <laughs> it's alliterative as fuck. No way, no way. That their initials would be PP. That that would be a terrible, <laughs> terrible choice for Dave. <laughs> terrible choice for Dave. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, in my vision, of a, a third, a third party, a, a progressive third party, was that after the downfall of the GOP, the current Democratic Party would not. You know, I, I, I think we should stop calling them third parties, just the progressive party. How about that? Well, until which would also be EP until we can legitimately have a progressive third party. Uh, a Bible progressive third party, then, then yeah, we can stop calling it a third party. But it's a two party system. Let's not forget that it's a two party system. And um, mm -hmm. we could get rid of the electoral college, and that would be beneficial to third parties. I'm still not willing to do that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's part it, of the, it's part of that great compromise, bizarre. man. That, that's bizarre. No, no, I mean it's it's there for a reason. A terrible reason. I mean, no, it's it's a great it's reason. It's an a great outdated, outdated reason. No, it's 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 probably more it's probably more more necessary now. Wait, wait, okay. So let's do like two minutes on this. So the idea is that being able to give smaller states a chance to have a bigger representation, otherwise they would be out on the national uh, level. Yeah. Right. Okay, that that flies in the face of the of the reality that in truth or in practice there are states like Montana and and Kentucky, like they're really like. Um, small states that have already iterated deeply red or deeply blue that are not going to have an out uh, that are not going to have any influence at all simply because they're small and you know why because they're not swing states it doesn't it doesn't like, and, th and that's just one of the checks that's the way it works it's no that's exactly it's not supposed to be, that, that's, that's not supposed to be smooth it's supposed to have these hurdles but that's so that so that the tyranny of the majority won't take your, over your, your argument falls flat in the face of the fact that those small states do not get any any bigger presentation they okay the in the house in the senate they have equal representation but yeah and no no i'm talking about the general election and the, we're talking about the electoral college uh-huh you're right electoral it's, college, it's, it, it's they, they don't it's it's still important if they all those smaller if all they, those smaller things add yeah, up but they're but they're not <laughs> i mean the fact that uh them um whether it's a republican or a democrat the fact that they don't bother to have hold rallies and and stomp and knock on doors in those states because they know those states are going to go their way. It doesn't matter that they're small and should, according to this idea that the college is there, is there to help them out. They're not going to. For the same reason that, that they don't come to California because they already know the, that the, how it's going to turn out. So it doesn't help them at all. It doesn't help, it doesn't help small, small states. It helps swing states, period. That's where you have presidential candidates talking about Pennsylvania specifically and, uh, and issues that affect Pennsylvania during the debates, because that's a swing state. They don't talk about what's going on in Montana, Kentucky, or Vermont, because those are small states, but they don't get influence. Yeah, what's our, our but it's, it's also talking about the individuals, you know, because the majority, you know, would, you know, everything would be basically controlled by New York and California shit like that and the rest of the country doesn't want to deal with that why would but, they stay part of but, a union but the electoral, where they got no say so electoral college doesn't do that doesn't have anything to do with that it it, it is about that it, if it was it, 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 it's rid of the popular vote it, i mean it, that you know i that was the idea but in practice it doesn't do that at all i thought that's exactly what it did in 2016 no it was supposed to it was supposed to but it didn't the electric, like in fact, the, the electoral college has what in the last in three elections in the last twenty one years has has led has gone against the electoral or the general uh, vote three times. I I, think I can only think of two: Bush yeah. and and Trump. Bush and Trump. Yes, sorry. Bush two thousand and Trump. Bush and Trump. Yes, yeah. I was wrong. Bush and Trump. 
So what the fuck? Yeah. So the rest of so the rest of it went the other way. So I mean, you know, that's just the way that it is. It's the way the system is. And it's wrong. It makes it's, sense. It's broken. Now, everybody should just read the Federalist Papers and you understand it more. And you know, I and, mean, they, they they explained it pretty thoroughly. And, and no, the Federalist Papers. Let let's let's do away with the 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 myth that we should we should look at the founders and believe that they're infallible. They're all fucking, they're all, they're, they were slave owners. They were human. They were philanderers. They were crooks. They were corrupt. They were hungry for power. I mean, yes, they built, they, 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 they were, they're called the framers because they wrote the initial documents that put this country together, but they were not perfect and they're certainly not infallible and we can't use them as the, as the people that like, or, or use the Federalist Papers, for example, as the reason for why everything should be a certain way no it's fucking that, one no dude i mean the, what they there's that's like throwing out wisdom just because they they were did bad things doesn't make their writings extremely wise well let me i mean think of it as the bible like the the, the bible might be a good book that made sense for people no that's just on that's on faith and religion thousand years ago you know but how do the Federalist Papers, how, how, how does the way the original... Have you read them recently? I have not, There's like 80, 80 yeah, they're not volumes altogether. They're long. And some of them yeah, are long. They're not that long. They're, it's 80 articles. Yeah, they're essay, essay format. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's not that I read long. all of them. Yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, lot yeah of, man. Yeah, there's they're, 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 a lot of wisdom in there. A lot of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. But again, yeah. They're, again, but they're not the, the all and be all for... That, that's why it can't be modified at times, but you know, that doesn't mean taking away rights. That's 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 the worst thing we can do. Um, it depends, but uh, electoral college should be done away with. That, that's my point. <laughs> so, well, hey, I had one more one more question sure, sure, because uh, we talk about like you know progressives and and uh, and things like that, and you know like mm -hmm. uh, you know like you and I are able to you know, discuss things like, you know, because of the way we think as humans, a lot of times we, we, we read things that we agree with and stuff like that. Who would be some conservative people that you might say that you actually liked or looked up to if any exist anymore? I'm thinking hard on this one. I was trying to think of uh, liberals and conservatives that I liked. Liberals, I'd have to say, you know, uh, uh, Medea Benjamin is really good. Uh, Cornell West, I'm not real hot on his socialism, but his uh, anti-war stuff's beautiful. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not. Uh, it's not not that I, I don't think I know enough conservatives. Sung Su says you should know your enemy and then you'll be more successful. Yeah. Yep. You, you should always you should always read people you disagree with. And not just what other people say about those people. You should read read more stuff like that. You know, find find a book by a conservative, you know, somebody like Thomas Sowell or something like that. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a black conservative. So, you know, you could hear a different point of view than what you normally think of a conservative. Or some Rothbard. How about some Rothbard? That'd be great. I don't know. The only one I can think of was Paul, I think Paul Brooks from the New York Times. He's is a, he the one that got shit canned recently? I'm not sure, I think, but he was their token conservative. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. yeah. can't think of any conservative that I think I could agree with. Like, I liked, remember that M MTV VJ, the video jockey, Kennedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 a libertarian. She's on Fox. Yeah, I I, I like I liked her. Like I probably had a crush on her when I was like growing up. But yeah, I, yeah. I just, <laughs> and then she went to Fox, and that's like, oh, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, she's been having Spike on there quite a bit. She she's been having a lot of libertarian guests on there. That's good. She's libertarian, so there you go. At least at least we got a okay. That's good. Yeah. So I, I'm glad that you picked a conservative that is a libertarian. I mean, that's, the, that's probably the closest thing. I, I don't know enough. Yeah. Hey, I'll take it, brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, I can't. I'm, I'm really. Oh, probably Mitt Romney. 
Yeah, Mitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking had some. So you've balls. gained some respect over. Yeah. For him since. Yep. Uh, yep. What about Justin Amash? Um, I, I don't know. No, I, I think I know it too many, too much about his policies to be able to like really like him. <laughs> I'll say he's got integrity. I'll say that. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was wondering if you would have thought that said uh, if you would if you could heard yourself saying that about Mitt Romney now back when uh, he was running against Obama. Oh no, he was. A, you would have thought he was a fucking terrible candidate. Oh yeah, he was awful. Yeah, him and McCain both, for God's sake. So, fucking Sarah Palin is backup fucking BC team. In the binders of women, as he would say, binders <laughs> of women. Oh man! And let's not forget, uh, that- he was also, I think, the first uh, president, presidential candidate that didn't want to reveal his tax returns, and he eventually did, but he just didn't. Did he? he? Yeah, he just. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a rich fucker. He was just- he the first non-Christian too? I mean, for president, do Catholics count? He. Well. I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe I mean, it was Mormon, maybe. But yeah. Yeah, more because yeah, because he's Mormon, so that's a little bit different. They use a different book. Yes. So I hear. Okay, so the, the last thing on my mind is um you probably saw the news about remember those during the summer protests, there was there was video of two cops that pushed a peaceful protester, an elderly man that pushed yes. the ground and as soon as his hit his head hit the ground, blood started pouring out of his, his yes. Ear. And the motherfucking cops did nothing but just walk around him and keep on going. Zero oh, yeah, I remember. lack of concern. Well, those motherfuckers, they were charged initially. And today, as of today or maybe yesterday, the charges against them were dropped. Fuck them. Yeah, not, surpri- not surprised. Not surprised. Fuck these cops. <clears throat> yeah, fuck them. The, you know, the cops that shot, shot Duncan Lim in his bed... They got they got off too that and as far as I know they never even had to release their video uh, uh, their uh, what do they call it the the badge shit badge camera or whatever the fuck it's called you know so yeah I mean that's man the shit that's going on with policing is just crazy and you know see it really seems like progressives and libertarians are the only ones that don't have their head in their ass on, on this subject because every everybody else just seems to be fucking out the fucking lunch on criminal justice stuff. They're talking about that bullshit about that thin blue line. Fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck the fuck that blue line. Mm. Mm. I'm sure you've seen that sticker, and and it makes more sense, and it's probably funnier than describing it. But the thin blue line, if you peel that thin blue line, it reveals a Nazi flag. Have you seen that meme? No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did. Yeah, actually, I think I did see that. Yeah, a long time ago though. And and I, and I think it's it's come it's it's been really evident in the when like Fox News for example will talk about uh, how the writers were okay people how the writers were were patriots how the writers were not terrorists uh, while all the whole time forgetting that they killed two cops that they pummeled cops with a flagpole with the American flag on it fucking stabbed <laughs> a cop. Where's the thin blue line there? Where's the respect for cops there? Fuck yeah. Idiots. Anyway, that, that's enough on that. So fuck those cops that are getting away with, yeah. with pushing an innocent old man and ignoring his injuries. Fuck yeah, them. that's just fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah, because I mean, he was in the hospital for a while over that too, yeah. if I remember. And right. he, he has to walk with a cane now because of that. Jesus. Fuck. <sighs> well, I guess we've probably in there since we actually agreed on something there at the end. That'd be a nice <laughs> way to finish. But... <laughs> you know what? If we if, if we if we do this regularly, I think we'll always agree on on our end note. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fuck the police. If we end up fuck the police, then we're all good. And we start, you know, we started and ended with you know we we agreed on Claremont Craft Ale. We got the, we got all that good stuff going on. So. You know, you know, with the with the cancel culture center there. <laughs> nice sandwich of agreement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as usual, Fern, it's been it's been great talking to you. Hopefully, we'll get back to everybody uh, next week. We'll have a 
a follow-up on the impeachment and uh, you know anything else that might possibly come up in the next week. And uh, that's a, I guess that's about it. We'll see you on the on the a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar on the Liberty Blues Network. Thanks wear, for listening. Wear your goddamn masks. <laughs> and wash your hands. Walk with your ass.